many are getting weak, many are failing, and many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa. Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is a senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Kronipa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through His special servant. And now, today's message. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. Say, Father, Father say tonight, tonight I, declare, I declare my heart is open, my mind is ready to receive with humility the Word of God that can save my soul. Say, I declare I'll walk in paths of excellence and glory because your word will show me what to do. Thank you, Father, that you have heard me in Jesus' name. Let a loud and a resounding amen arise to heaven. Give a clap of praise to the Lord. Kindly take your seat in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. And look to somebody to your left or to your right and tell the person you are welcome to church. If you don't have anybody there, just make sure you are greeting the Holy Ghost. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. Father, in the name of Jesus, anoint these lips of clay. Let them minister oracles to your children. Father, empower me by your spirit to be a blessing. In the name of Jesus, open our hearts. Let understanding come to us. Speak to us clearly in specific words that apply to our lives. Let our lives never be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Give another clap of praise to Jesus. You know, in the scripture that I read for us to pray, Psalm 23, uh, it is very, very emphatic. And if you are going to be led as a child of God by the Spirit of God, it's one of the scriptures that you need to be very familiar with. Uh, and let become something that is a part of your life. The psalmist over here had uh, assumed the place of a sheep and God had become a shepherd. And he said that the Lord is my shepherd. And we know that every sheep is led or sheep are led by their shepherd. So the main assignment of the shepherd is to direct the sheep and to lead them not to harm, but to places of safety. Not to a place where there's hunger and trouble, but into a place where they will experience the goodness and the grace of God. Hallelujah. So in him talking about the Lord being his shepherd, it was something very instrumental. Uh, that we that we need to understand. So at the end of the day, he begins to talk about the Lord leading him, guiding him in paths of righteousness for the sake of the name of the Lord. I read an account of a certain uh, man who had become a millionaire, and when he was asked. How did he become a millionaire? Looking at his background, that he came from a very humble background, he said that his secret was ability to be led by the Spirit of God. He was once taught by his pastor how to hear the voice of God or how to be led, directed by the Spirit of God. And so he started with uh, a few dollars, somewhere probably about $100, and he was able to multiply those dollars into a business which was in the millions of dollars over the space of two to three years. 
He said anytime he has to take a business decision, no matter how juicy the package will be, he will go and lock himself up for about two to three days in prayer, asking the Lord, the Lord, is this what I need to do? Is this the way to go? And he said that he always looks for the check in his spirit. There is a check that comes in your spirit whenever you are talking to the Lord. We can give you, sometimes not give you an elaborate plan, but it will give you a yes or a no. A yes or a no. So he said that it does not matter how juicy your deal is, he does not allow anybody to give him pressure. He does not allow anybody to push him to make a decision all of a sudden. He makes sure he stays with the Lord until he has that click in his spirit. Many of us, the mistakes that we have made in life is because we have not waited to hear from God. We have not waited to hear from God. And so we make mistakes. And at the end of the day, you, the amazing thing is that we come back and we blame God for it. We come back and we ask God questions. That God, why? He too should have asked you why. Why did you also take that decision? And why did you not wait for me? The Bible tells us about a time when as God has spoken to a man called Abram. That I am going to make you the father of many nations. And he said that by your seed I am going to bless all the families of the world. And here he received the prophecy and one year. He and his uh, beloved wife uh, Sarai has still not uh, had an issue. T- two years, five years, ten years. By this time, they were wondering that, hey, did I really hear from God at, at, at all? So the Bible tells us that one time, his wife came and said, ah, ah, maybe God, you know, in our culture, even our servants are our children, and their children are our children. So let me give you one of my servants, uh, and, 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 and go in onto her, and have an issue with her, and we'll take that child as our child. The Bible tells us that, ah, Abraham, amen and amen. Abraham being a typical man as he was, a man of God. He did not even ask God, say, my wife, you are a wise woman. My wife, you are a sweet woman. Ah, you know, you have answered. You see, that's why I married you. <laughs> you are able to think outside the box. Glory to Jesus Christ. So he went ahead and he had an issue with her. And that was how Ishmael came. And uh, at the end of the, the long and short of the story, that up to now the problem between the Israelites and the Palestinians is because of this struggle that came as a result of Ishmael and, Israel, and, and Isaac. Ishmael was not the will of God. Uh, Ishmael was not the will of God. Abraham should have spent time listening to God, but he allowed the voice of his wife, the voice of his beloved, and probably the pressure of situations to direct him. There are many things that can direct a man. There is the voice of the people. When the, this is what everybody is saying. This is what everybody is doing. So also you follow, you follow, you follow uh, in the same uh, direction. Why? This is the voice of the people. The voice of the people can put a lot of pressure on you. And sometimes the voice of people may even seem like the voice of God. Sometimes you can have the voice of even the familiars. Maybe you are so your parents, your family, and they may be speaking something into your ears. And that can end up leading you in a way that you should go. There's also the voice of problems and situations. So because of what you are going through, you may be forced to make a certain decision, just like Abraham did. So there are many voices. Indeed, the Bible says that there are many sounds, there are many voices in this world, and none of them without signification. Meaning every sound that you hear has a specific tune, it has a specific message, and if you are not careful, you will be led in the direction
perception of that sound. But I pray today in the name of Jesus Christ that may God open your ears clearly to hear when he's the one speaking in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We also have the voice of the devil, the voice of Satan. Satan can also come and come and deceive you. The Bible tells us about a time when David decided to go and number the children of Israel, which was against what God has spoken to him. The Bible said that it was Satan who came to tempt his heart. Satan was the one who inspired him. Even against advice, David still went ahead with that decision because the enemy had spoken a voice to him, had spoken a word to him. So there is also the voice of devils and demons that can lead us astray. May God deliver you out of the vo- out of the hands of any evil voice in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I've heard about situations where a mother drowned a two-year-old child and what she said was, I heard a voice saying, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. And she ended up drowning that child. Many of us, the decisions and the mistakes that we have made later in life, when we go back and we look at it, we will know that it was a voice that was directing us. Satan can send a certain voice that can come and put so much pressure on you. So one of the things I tell you that if it is the voice of God, it, it, it does not put pressure on you like that. If it is the voice of God, no matter whether it, is, it sounds nice or not, there is some kind of peace in the depth of your spirit. There are people who have married spouses that they shouldn't have married. And later on they were saying that, ah, I, I felt some kind of fear in me. Some kind of anxiety even after the day of marriage. God was probably speaking to them. But because of other voices, maybe there is somebody you have been in a relationship and then everybody knows that this is your beloved. Everybody knows this is your your your. Or your fiancee, or your fiance, or your fiancine. It is all a kind of fiance. And so you realize that the things are not going very well. But you are afraid that ah, if I leave this relationship, what will other people say? They all know they will laugh at me. You see, the voice of the people is leading you to make a mistake. The voice of the people. And in the midst of all of these things, it can be very confusing knowing the way to go. There is also the voice of silence. Now, this one is the most confusing one. Because this is the place where you want to know what to do. And it's as though it is blank. You, nothing is coming. Nothing is going. No way. No, no how. No some. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. I don't know whether anybody has been in that situation before. Is it the voice of silence? Very confusing. God, I want to know. I want to follow your will. And you pray and pray and pray. It's as though, hey, should I go and do mass? Or I should go and do science? Or I should go and do Greek? Or I should go and do Hindu? <laughs> amen and amen. So, it can be very frustrating. That is why it is important uh, as a child of God, you learn to hear the voice of God. Learn to hear the voice of God personally. There are other people who make the mistake of trying, uh, always depending on the prophets to hear the voice of God. Many times people ask me that, oh, man of God, what is God saying? What? And, and it's as though they are leaving all their life decisions to be based on me. <laughs> amen and amen. This is not how God wants a Christian or a child of God uh, as in the New Testament he doesn't want us to function that way he doesn't want us to function that way even Jesus said himself he said in that day you will ask me nothing 
But in that day you ask the Father, you ask the Father, you ask the Father in my name. Because in redemption, God, one of the most beautiful things about redemption is that God is, was bringing us into a place of personal relationship with him. Where he can call us his children and he can be our father. So in that case, we don't need any, any betweener. We don't need any medium or any body to be the means by which we can hear from our Father. No. Any relationship where you need a, a second party or a third party to be the voice between you and your parent tells you that the relationship is not a sound one. It's a broken one. God has given us the spirit of his son, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. So we have God as a father, and because God is our father, we can hear his voice, and we can communicate with him as our father. I pray that in the name of Jesus Christ, after today, your hearing from God will be very clear. That clarity will come to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Glory to Jesus. So, it is important that we know how to hear the voice of God. It is important that we come to a place where we can clearly decipher the directions of the Spirit of God. If He leads you, He will surely lead you into green pastures. If He leads you, He will surely lead you beside the still waters. There is no way that God will lead you and you end up in trouble. Never. Never. And I pray that in the name of Jesus Christ, God will grant you that grace to know His voice. Two people are asking you out. Baby, I love you. Baby, when I look at you, my heart goes boom, boom, cha, boom, cha. Oh, baby, anytime I think about you, my heart is doing king, 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 king. And they are all using the same language. And you are wondering that, hey, is it brother? And all of them are Christian brothers. Even probably all of them speak the same kind of tongue. Zongolo, zongolo. Zongolo, zongolo. Kudus, kudus, pele, zongolo. Ah, de, 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 Jordano. All of them probably speak that kind of uh, uh, tongues. So, you are wondering, that, hey, now if it comes to the test of spirituality, they are passed. So, which of them is the one for me? You need to be able to hear the voice of God. So, I don't know about you, but I think this subject is a relevant matter. Is a relevant matter how we can be led by the Spirit of God. So today I want to share with you briefly on the subject how to hear the voice of God personally. How to hear the voice of God personally. Glory to Jesus Christ. When we hear the voice of God or hearing the voice of God also means being led by the Spirit of God. Hearing the voice of God is not dissociated or divorced from being led by the Spirit of God. Anytime you hear the voice of God, He's leading you somewhere. So being led by the Spirit of God means walking under divine guidance where God is the one showing you what steps to take. It also means being directed and led by God through His spirits. God leads us by the power of the Holy Ghost. It has not used any other medium. It is the Spirit that grants us direction. Hearing the voice of God or being led by the Spirit of God also means hearing and recognizing the voice of God no matter the form by which it comes. Because as we go on, you realize that there are several ways by which God communicates. And God is a master communicator. You can write that down. God is a master communicator. And he will communicate to you in the language or in the way that you will understand. The way God ministers to me may be different from how he ministers to you. I remember many years ago when I started working with God, one of the ways by which God spoke to me was through cartoons. Because I used to love cartoons back then. So I'll, I'll, I'll be spraying and then all of a sudden I'll be seeing uh, 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 
Now, what are the old cartoons? No, no, please, Johnny Bravo. But I think I've had a Johnny Bravo vision before. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. So, he used, he used figures and way and pictures that I am familiar with. So, God will not come and speak to you with uh, something that you are not familiar with. He will use what you have to be able to communicate to you. Because he wants you to know his, he wants you to hear him. Glory to Jesus Christ. So, he's a master communicator. And he'll speak to you in a way that you should understand. In the book of, is it First Samuel? First Samuel, I think, Samuel chapter number 2, chapter number 3. The Bible said that God was speaking to Samuel. And he called his name Samuel, Samuel. The Bible said as soon as the young boy heard the voice of God, he ran to his father, uh, his spiritual father, Eli, the priest. Uh, and he said, Daddy, you, are, you called me. He said, ah, you young, these boys of today, you have you dreams, any strange dreams. I have not called you. Go back to sleep. He went the second time and he heard the voice of God. Someone, someone, he ran again and he said, ah, you have called me again. That when Eli saw that, no, God must be speaking to the boy. But you know the strange thing over here. When he was speaking to Samuel, it was the voice of Eli that he was hearing. It was a voice because someone did not know the voice of God. The only representation of God in his life was Eli. So a lot of times, God can, in the, as you begin your journey of hearing from, from God, He will use familiar things. And one of the most common things is to, the voice of your pastor, or the voice of your spiritual father, or that individual who is, uh, 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 who is a, 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 symbol, a symbol of spirituality to you. So you hear that voice. I remember those days when the Lord would be speaking to me. I'll hear the voice of Pastor Chris. And it'll be like a message that will be playing. And the exact thing that I needed to know will come to me. Because after that time, my exposure to the things of God was through him. My revelation of the word of God was through his ministry. So that was the voice of God that God was using to speak to me. Until I started growing up. And now I could differentiate the voice of God specifically for myself without having to use any other uh, third-party sound or medium. So, just for, for, for introduction, you need to realize that God is a master communicator. So, hearing the voice of God is not as uh, complicated as it is presented sometimes. Everyone can be led by God. If I were to study from the book of John chapter number 10, you study from the verse number 1 to the verse number 18, Jesus refers to himself as the good shepherd, and he refers to himself as the pasture for the sheep. And he tells us that uh, there are two kinds of people that get access to the sheep. He said, uh, number one, there were thieves and the robbers. Thieves and robbers. And he said, these entered through the wrong ways, not through the door. Listen to me. Every child of God, the devil wants access to you. The devil wants access to you. So he will come through various ways just to come and scatter and to destroy. Thieves and robbers don't come to come and help the sheep. They don't come come and feed the sheep. They come to eat the sheep. They come to destroy the sheep, to consume the sheep. And that is what the devil will want to do. But may God protect and preserve you in the mighty name of Jesus. And the other one that has access to the sheep is the good shepherd. He comes by the, the, by the door. And now in, the, his, in his speech or in his presentation, in John chapter number 10, he said that my sheep hear my voice. A stranger's voice would they not follow. 
He said, my sheep hear my voice. A stranger's voice will they not follow. So if you are a sheep of God, that means that automatically you are already qualified to hear the voice of God. Hallelujah. If you are, a, you are a sheep of God, it means that you are supposed to be hearing from God. Why is it that we are not hearing? A lot of times, one, we are not listening. You know, you, you can be hearing a sound, but you may not be able to process it because you are not paying attention to it. You are not listening. So, we are not listening for the voice of God. Most of the time, we are befuddled by so many things. A lot of information. We are focused on so many things. Social media, our problems that we are going through, our beloveds, our family, school, job, our boss, our subordinates. So many things are so much information, so much feed. We end up not spending time to listen, to fine tune when God is speaking to us. But God is always speaking. God is always speaking. There's no time that you want to know the will of God that is not available. But we are not listening. So you are the reason why we don't hear his voice is because we are not listening. Number two is because we have not trained ourselves to be familiar to how he speaks to us. When you are not used to a person's voice, sometimes the voice may trick you. So you, the person will be on the phone and say, that, oh, it's me, Eben. Oh, Eben. But you, you know Eben, but you are not used to his voice. Now, I don't know how they do it, but now people, I call people with a strange line, and I'm trying to trick them, and they say, oh, pastor. I say, hey, how do you know it's pastor? I was telling them that send the money that you owe me right now. And say, oh, pastor, which money? <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Why? Because I'm always speaking to you. You are always hearing me from the social media. You are he- hearing me from the podcast. You are hearing me directly. You have got, your ears have gotten trained to hear my voice, even when you don't see my face. So, we have not trained ourselves to hear from God. We have not trained our spirits to be able to perceive what is the will and the way of God. So you need to learn how to train your spirits. Put your hand on your chest and say that I will train my spirits. No, tell yourself with much conviction, say I will train my spirits. Is it when you train your spirit to hear from God, you will not miss it in life. You will not make mistakes. You will be like the wealthy man who used $100 to create a wealth in the hundreds, in, 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 the, in the millions of dollars. Because it was, he had trained his spirit to hear from God. He has sharpened his spirit, tuned his spirit. Listen, you can train your spirit. You can train your spirit. Our spirit needs to be trained. That is why the Bible tells us in, uh, that, that we should desire the sincere milk of the word that we may dr- grow thereby. Since desire the sincere milk of the word. First Peter, that we may grow thereby. So as you desire the milk of the word and you are taking in the milk of the word, what are you doing? You are training your spirit. And before long, you are able to perceive the mind of God. After that encounter with the voice of God uh, uh, in, the, in the form of Eli, we never heard someone going to Eli for the voice of God again. He had learned to hear from God. And God kept speaking to him through visions, through revelations, through encounters. Glory to Jesus Christ. So we need to train our spirits to hear from God. So God wants to have access to you. The devil also wants to have access to you. But the one that you pay attention to, that is a voice that you hear. That is a voice that you hear because you are the sheep of God. Are you born again? Are you a child of God? If you are a child of God, then you have access to the voice of God. You will hear from God. Romans chapter 8 verse 14. The Bible says, For as many as are led 
by the Spirit. They are the sons of God. They are the sons of God. For we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but we have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit himself, verse 16, the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. I'll come back to this scripture because there's a lot I want to do from that. So let me jump, just, just put your finger over there, put a bookmark over there, we'll come back to that. So God wants to lead us because we are his flock. Psalm 23, verse 1 to 2, we We've already read that. John chapter 10 verse 2 to 3. I've already expounded on that. He said that he that entered by the door is a shepherd to the sheep. To him the porter opens the sheep, hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name, and he leads them out. I am the good shepherd. And he spoke, uh, he, he gave us a lot to say, a lot about that. So I've already expounded on all of those. So write those scriptures down. John chapter 10 verse uh, 1 to 27. You'll find a lot of information over there. And Psalm 23 verse 1 and 2. Now, benefits of hearing the voice of God. Why should we hear the voice of God? What does God's hearing God's voice do for us? I'm going to deliver to you five points uh, that, would, that, that should convince you that you should desire to hear from God. Number one, hearing from God delivers you from harm's way. In Acts chapter 27 verse 9 to 11, the Bible says that now when much time was spent and when sailing was now dangerous because the fast was now already passed, Paul admonished them. So this was when Paul had been arrested and was being sent as a prisoner to Rome. And he gave a counsel to the soldiers or the generals who had caught him captive. And he said unto them, Sirs, I perceive that this voyage shall be with heads and much damage, not only of the laden and the sheep, but also of our very lives. But listen, nevertheless, the centurion believed the master and the owner of the ship, ship more than those things which were spoken by Paul. They are not yet embarked on the journey, and yet Paul is saying that I feel something in my spirits. I sense something in my spirit that this journey is going to be a dangerous one. Let us not embark on it. But you see, because he was not a, 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 a master uh, ship, ship, ship uh, captain of a ship, he was not a master at sailing, the centurion listened to the captain because uh, this man has 13 years of experience. This man has 25 years of experience at sea. So if he looks at the weather and he says that everything will be fine, I believe him. Listen, sometimes experience does not cut it. Sometimes experience fails. You need to know what God is saying. You need to know what God is saying. There are people who have been in a marriage and they were in a marriage for many years and the marriage failed and they entered into another marriage and that marriage also failed. So experience does not mean that you have learned everything that you need to know. You need to learn how to depend on the voice of God. How did Paul know? He said, I perceive that this journey shall be, uh, shall be dangerous. Not just for the goods, but our very lives to be at stake. But they did not listen to him because they were looking, they were judging with the flesh. If you, they are listening, and it happened according to what uh, Paul has spoken, they were shipwrecked, they lost everything, and if not for the intervention of God who told, uh, who told Paul that I will preserve your life and everyone on this ship, they would have died. They would have died. That was the shipwreck that led them to the island of Malta, where Paul was bitten by a snake. So, if they had listened to the voice of God, do you realize that they would have been delivered from harm's way? 
They would have escaped the pain and the trouble that was coming their way. If you can hear God's voice, the, the plans of the enemy in December and in 2023, you will escape every one of them. Listen to me. There are mistakes that we made in 2022. If we are listening to God's voice, when God said, that, don't go to this place. Don't go to this place. Don't go to this place. Oh, I will go. We, we will not have made those mistakes. There was a certain pastor of blessed memory now. He was a a mighty prayer warrior and a mighty uh, deliverance minister. And one day there was a prophecy that he should be careful that somebody was going to attack him through, was going to use something to attack him. One day he was there and somebody who was uh, was a very good person brought him something. And so when he received it, (laughs) they brought him uh, tilapia. Fresh tilapia, fresh tilapia, and they brought it to him that, oh, he should go and enjoy with his family. Now, one, a, 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 a member of his prayer team came to tell him that, Pastor, I perceive that this, 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 this one, <laughs> it is not a good one. He said, oh, NLL, Papani, he began to give it to his wife. Look, Papani, amen and amen. Do you understand that French? My God, my God. So he said that this one is a good meat. Get out, get out of here. Get out of here. Eh? He prayed over it and blessed and then he gave it to his wife. The wife prepared the powerful meal. Uh, 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 later on, this man developed diabetes, the disease which eventually killed him. Which eventually killed him. And prophetically, speak, prophetically, it was discovered that it was because he had accepted that thing which he was not supposed to accept. He did not listen to the voice of God. He did not listen to the voice of God. What am I trying to tell you? Every point as you are going through life, the Lord will give you certain cues. Some of us, the dangers that we are falling in is because we did not listen to the voice of God. Now, I'm not by that saying that you shouldn't accept anything from anybody. No, that is being, uh, uh, being paranoid. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about hearing and perceiving the voice of God. Many years ago, I was uh, a young Christian, and often I walked from the house to the church for a dawn prayer meeting. One particular day, around 5, 4, 4 a.m., I was walking from Fadama, uh, where my, I was resident, to uh, the church, uh, somewhere around North Kanishi. And there was a, 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 there's a particular road I often use, very dark road, very dark alley. But I've been using that without any incidents for years, uh, for, for, for several months. And so uh, when I got there that particular day, there was a voice that told me, don't use this one, use the longer route. It was longer, but then I just felt that don't go in that direction, use the other direction. So I reluctantly followed the lead. And then I went, continued my prayer walk here, and got to church, we prayed. Now when we were coming back, I decided to use the road that I had, I had escaped from. And when I got there, there was a lot of hula-baloo going on. It said just around the time that I had refused to pass there, uh, somebody had been robbed by some armed robbers over there. Somebody had been, and they had even cut hair. They had cut hair. Those were the days when uh, this quashe thing had started. They had cut hair. Glory to Jesus Christ. And those days, if they, you don't have any money, or you don't have anything that they can sell, they take a blade, and they cut you and say, a year crack, 
Amen and amen. So I would have been a victim if I had not heard the voice of God. May God deliver you from becoming a victim. May your ears be open and attentive to hear the voice of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Even as a student, if you hear God's voice, you always know where to study. You always know where to study. And you will not be failing exams. So, hearing the voice of God delivers you from harm's way. Number two, it reveals the plans of your enemies to you. It reveals the plans of your enemies to you. Some of us, the problem that our families are going through, if we had seen it earlier, we would have known how we should pray. Or we would have known what we should have done to avert the problem. I don't know what, what situation we are going through and how far the situation has taken your glory. But may God show you the way to come out of it. To come out of it. To come out of it. In the name of Jesus Christ. Yes. There is a way out of every problem. There is no situation that doesn't have an answer. Every question has an answer. Every situation has a solution. Every problem, there's a solution. But the problem is that how and where is the solution? Where is the solution? Look, by the grace of God, we can testify that there are many people that God has brought to this church. And some of them will say, ah, I don't know, but I felt like today that I was lying down and all of a sudden, I just felt like, no, I should come to church. And I don't know why. I planned not to come. But the Lord just had to come. And when they came, boom, God gave them their deliverance. God brought. So what happened? They were led by the Spirit of God. Led to the place for their salvation. Led to the place for their healing. Led to the place for their deliverance. And I believe surely that if you are here tonight, it is God that has led you for your deliverance, for your salvation, for your healing, and for your miracle. Receive it right now in Jesus' name. Huh? Well, remember when uh, we, we, we were looking for a place for, to have our church, to establish a, a meeting place for our church. And uh, we, had, we had gone to look at a certain property. And lot, we needed a lot of money. As I then somewhere almost 110,000 Ghana cities. That is what, how, how many, how much, uh, how much in old Ghana cities? Huh? How much, you know, 100,000 is how much? That's 10 million. What? Ele- what? Ele- 11 million by then. Yeah, he was part of the team, so he, he has not forgotten. <laughs> Some things we can never forget. Amen and amen. So it was 100 and, almost 111,000 uh, Ghana cities. And we're stretching ourselves by faith. Come and see me. My God. Is he a young man? And I was driving all over the place. But I happened to be in a meeting and the Lord just led me that, hey, go and take the, some of the money that you have taken and sow it as a seed. Sow it as a seed. It's what I, the seed that I sowed that released this place in less than 24 hours, it was by direction. I heard the voice of God. God ordered my steps to that place and then he spoke to me. Imagine if I had not heard God's voice, I would have still been going around looking for a place. So, God can lead you to your green pastures. God can lead you to your still waters. And that is why we are learning this. As we are about to enter into 2023, don't go into 2023 blind. Don't go into the year blind. Don't go with hope without any clear direction or any specific word from the Lord. You should enter knowing that this is what God wants you to do. When you know that the things that you are doing are what God has asked you to do, you are more confident about life. You are more confident. You can advance steadily in that thing because you know that is the plan of God for you. 
Glory to Jesus Christ. So you need to be able to hear from God. When you hear from God, uh, he, he, he reveals the plans of the enemy to you. And when the plans are revealed, you can do something about it. In 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 8 to 12, you see God revealing the, the plans of the king of Syria to Elisha. And Elisha will leak it to uh, the king of Israel. And so every time the Israelites were beating the Syrians in their, in, at their game. And so the uh, Syrian king called his generals and said that if there's a traitor amongst you, reveal yourself today. And he said that, oh king, there's no traitor amongst us, but there's a man called Elisha who lives in Dothan. And anything that you say or even think in your bedroom, he sees it. And he's the one who is leaking our information. I pray that let this kind of anointing come upon somebody today. May God reveal to you. Look, uh, that, look at the current things that are happening in the, in the, in the, in the, in our, in the investment markets. Oh, one person told me that somewhere around July, she started having a prompting that, ah, go and liquidate that money in that, in that, uh, that bank. Go and liquidate it. Go and liquidate it. Oh my goodness. And after today, she celebrates God for doing that. Why? Other than that, they would have given her a solid haircuts when she's not ready for haircuts. What are you talking about? <laughs> amen and amen. The way people are complaining, eh? the money that they have lost, they have lost a lot of money. They have lost a lot of money. People have lost, uh, and the money, uh, even lost to the point of losing part of their capital. Do you understand me? But if they had heard the voice of God, they would have known that no, troubling times are coming. So be careful where you put your money. They would have known that, no, the way things are going. Look, look at, if God had not spoken to us last year about the turbulence that was going to come, imagine how we would have been caught of God. We would have been caught of God. But God showed us the plans of the wicked one. And he showed us what we need to do to secure ourselves. And by the grace of God, even in the midst of the turbulence, we are still advancing. We are still making progress. And we'll continue to make progress in the name of Jesus. Somebody celebrate the name of the Lord. So, the plans of the enemies are revealed to you and you learn to you get to know what to do about it. Number three, it gives you peace in the midst of the storm. In the same second Kings chapter 6, you read from the verse 13 to the verse number 16, the same story continued. So, the king of Syria gathered all his army and all his soldiers and they went to the city where uh, Elijah was resident. And the Bible said they besieged it. They surrounded it and said, ah, today we are going to take this. Come on. You see, spiritual power is serious. How can they go with a whole army just for one man? That should tell you that his, his, his spiritual power is greater than physical power any day. I say any day. I say any day. May God give you spiritual empowerment in the name of Jesus Christ. Now when they got there, the servant of Elisha went and told him, the Master, we are undone. We have been surrounded. But when he was busily fretting, his master said, Master, cool down, cool down, cool down. Why could he be cool in the midst of such an attack? He said that he had, he had seen into the realm of the spirit. And so he told him that become, they that be for us are more than they that be with them. In other words, the man had heard from God that nobody can destroy you. You see, if you hear from God, you have peace in the midst of the storm. 
That is the same thing that happened in the book of Acts. When uh, Paul was in the storm, his God came to speak to him and said, Paul, I will deliver you and I will deliver everyone over here. So while the others were so unsure that they were not eating, Paul came and said, everybody stop fasting, let us eat, let us eat, let us eat. He heard the voice of God, give him peace. In the midst of the storm. Look, no matter the turbulence that is going on, the voice of God will keep you stable. It will give you peace in the midst of the negativities. It will give you peace in the midst of the challenges. It will give you peace in the midst of the storm. And today, may that voice that brings peace and settlement, may you hear that voice in Jesus' name. Number four, let me move a bit faster. It leads us into enviable prosperity. When you can hear from God, you will prosper. Genesis 26, verse 1 to the verse number 14. It was a time of famine. There was a lot of, just like we are going through in our world today, there was a famine trouble everywhere. Everybody was running to Egypt for help. And then God speaks to the man Isaac and tells him, Isaac, don't continue this journey. Stay right where you are. Wow. That, that sounds dangerous. Because you are supposed to be resident in a famine, in a dangerous land, when everybody is losing all their property. So, for instance, the way we are doing haircuts, other people say that, no, let me go and keep my money somewhere. Let me go and do business somewhere. Let me move out of the country. Let me go to, oh, that is the same thing that was happening back then. But he heard the voice of God, and the voice of God said, I stay in this land, so in this land, I'll prosper you in this land. By the time he got to the verse number 12, the Bible said, and in the same land where there was famine, Isaac sowed in the land, and in the same year he reaped a hundredfold, and God increased him so much that even the Philistines began to envy him. Enviable prosperity. I see somebody stepping into enviable prosperity. Do you want to enjoy enviable prosperity? Do you want to see progress in your business? Do you want to make the right decisions? You need to hear from God. Lift up your right hand. Say, Father, speak to me. Say, oh God, open my heart. Let me hear your voice. In the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to Jesus. It leads you to enviable prosperity. And then number five, which is the most important, it leads you in the will of God. The single most important benefit of God's leadership or divine guidance is fulfilling God's will and purpose for your life. Jeremiah 29 verse 11, he says, I know the thoughts that I think concerning you, they are thoughts of good and not of evil, to give you a hope and a future, to bring you to an expected end. So, God has a plan. God has a plan. He, there's a way that you are supposed to go. The Bible says that the ways, uh, uh, the, the Bible tells us that there's a way that seems right unto a man, but the end thereof are what? The ways of death. So, in the man's eyes, they may look okay. And many of us, that's the problem. We are seeing situations that look okay, but there's death at the end of it. May God open your eyes, I pray. I said, may God open your eyes. I said, may God open your eyes. Some of us are in situations uh, with people are uh, in certain jobs uh, that are, so, are going to be the death of us. But we are enjoying it. Until God opens your eyes. Uh, I pray that may God open your eyes tonight. Not tomorrow, tonight. May God reveal to you what you need to know. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 5 to 7. He tells us that I, I have come to do thy will, O God. There is a will of God concerning your life. And when you hear the voice of God, you are able to walk in it. Glory to Jesus. So now the most important question, how do I hear the voice of God, right? All of these things are just uh, supposed to be a foundation for us to know why we need to hear God's voice. 
Why do we need to hear God's voice? So how do I perceive the voice of God? As you go through the Bible, you see various dispensations and how God spoke to them. In the Old Testament, you see the encounter of the, of the voice of God. Adam and Eve had the voice of God moving in the midst of the garden. Genesis chapter 3, the verse number 8. You also see again the ministry of angels, Abraham and Lot, how God was using angels uh, to minister to, to, to Abraham and the angels when they were going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah and various other instances in the, in the Old Testament. Angels came and they brought messages. So God used that means as a, as, as a channel for communicating. You also have visions. In the Old Testament, you see many, many visions. Many, many visions. Ezekiel had visions. Uh, Daniel had visions. Uh, Samuel had visions. David had visions. Abraham. So many visions. It also means that God speaks to us. And then we also see dreams. Jacob had a dream. Uh, oh, glory to Jesus Christ. He had a dream. Abimelech had a dream. Laban had a dream. Joseph had a dream. Pharaoh had a dream. Pharaoh's battle and Baker, they also had dreams. Nebuchadnezzar had dreams. All of those uh, dreams are also, were also a means that God was communicating to them. And when, when the law came, the, in, the, 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 the children of Israel also had what they had. They called the Urim and the Tumim. The Urim and the Tumim were like some stones that were on the effort of the, the effort is like a garment that the priest wears. So anytime they want to hear from God, they will go and say, the priest should take the effort and pick the Urim and the Tumim. So the, if the voice of God comes as yes, you see the glow on the Urim. If it is no, it will be on the Tumim. So God, should we go and fight these people? And God says yes, and you see the Urim giving the answer. Those days in Konya, they were doing things. What are you talking about? They were doing a lot of things. Amen and amen. And so the Urim and the Tumim were the means by which God was leading them. Also the Torah, the Torah, the Torah, the laws of Moses were also a means by which God was leading them. And we see dreams and visions. Uh, Numbers chapter 12 verse 6. Solomon had a dream. First Kings 3, 5. First Kings 9, 2. Gideon had a vision. Judges 7 verse 13 to 15. This in the Old Testament, you see God using these means and channels. And again, you see God using prophets, seers, and prophecy. Prophets, seers, and prophecy. Prophecy, why? Because it wasn't every time that it was a prophet. Sometimes God used an ordinary person to prophesy. So this was means by which God was leading the children of Israel, right from Egypt through the, the land that they were, even in the lands of captivity, God was using this means to lead them. Glory to Jesus Christ. But in the New Testament, in the New Testament, God wants to have a more personal relationship with us. And there's a means by which he wants us to have our mainstay. And within the next five to seven minutes, I want to bring us to that place of enlightenment. Listen, if you want to be sensitive to the voice of God as a Christian in, this new, in the New Testament era, you need to learn spirit consciousness. You need to learn to be conscious to your spirits. Man, human being as we are, is a tripartite being. So we have the spirits, the soul, and the body. A lot of times we say the body, the soul, and the spirit because we are more body conscious than spirit conscious. But the Bible teaches us that if we are going to walk in the will of God, we need to be spirit conscious. Your mind should be focused on the fact that you are a spirit. Man is not a physical body that we see. Man is a spirit. The man, the spirit has a soul, and the spirit and the soul they live in the body. 
So the teachings of the scripture show us that the body is a tent. The body is a house for housing the spirit and the soul. So our body is not the real us. The spirit man is the real us. The real you is your spirit. The real you is your spirit. The body interacts with the physical world and gives you the right to operate on the earth. It contains the spirit and the soul. The soul consists of the intellect, the emotions, and the will, giving your mentality uh, and your contact with the psychological world and the emotional world. And then the spirit connects you to the spirit world. Listen, Jesus said in John chapter number 4, verse number 23, that God is what? A spirit. So if God is a spirit, who will he communicate with? Is it with the body or the soul or the spirit? Spirit communicates with spirits. The bowels are the, uh, uh, the bowels are spirit what what are uh, uh, deep collect unto deep deep collect unto deep so God communicates with our spirit you need to learn to be spirit conscious conscious of the Holy Spirit in you the Holy Spirit lives in our hearts in our spirits First Corinthians chapter six verse seven. 17. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with the Lord. Thank you for that scripture. Psalm 42 verse 7. Uh, verse 7. Deep calleth unto deep. Uh, at the noise of thy water spouts, all thy waves and thy billows are gone over me. So deep calls to deep. Spirit calls to spirits. You understand me? So God communicates with our spirits. God communicates with our spirits. If you are not conscious of yourself as a spirit being, anytime God is moving, you'll be confused by what your mind is telling you. Ah, your mind is saying that, oh, this person looks good and is behaving very nice towards you. This person can, there can be nothing wrong over here. But your spirit may be communicating something different to you. You need to be spirit conscious. First Thessalonians chapter five verse twenty three. Let us know that we are three, we are spirit soul body. So that, and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray that I pray God your whole spirits and soul and body be preserved. Did you see? He started with the spirit first. You see. So biblical Paul was more interested in the spirits than the body. If we are going to hear from God like Paul heard from God, we need to be spirit conscious. Tap somebody beside and tell the person, be spirit conscious. You need to be conscious of your spirit man. Be spirit conscious. As you are walking about, you are not an ordinary person. No, you are a spirit being. You are a spirit being. And that spirit being is in contact with the spirit world. It's in contact with God who is a spirit. And it dwells in the spirit world. If you are going to hear from God, learn, whenever we are praying, a lot of times we are looking up to God for God to speak to us. But don't look up to God when you are praying to hear from God. Look inside you. Because God, where does God stay? He lives in you. So, the voice of God will come from outside. In the Old Testament, they needed the voice of God to come from outside because they did not have the Holy Spirit inside them. So, the Holy Spirit will come upon them or the Holy Spirit will come upon a prophet to speak to them or the Holy Spirit will use a vision or a dream, something strange, something bizarre because they did not have Holy Ghost living in them. But as a child of God, Holy Spirit lives in you. So, when He's going to speak to you, speak from your inside. He will speak to you from your inside. Proverbs 20 verse 27. Very instrumental. He said that the spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord. 
The spirit of the man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. So the spirit of the man is the candle of the Lord, and it is by that candle that God can light the way and show you that this is where you are supposed to go. This is where you are supposed to go. God does not speak to your mind. He speaks to your heart. He speaks to your heart. If you are going to hear from God, you need to get this fundamentally clear. A lot of time when we talk about hearing from God, people are, are, are looking for something spectacular. No, God's speakings are always spiritual and supernatural. But that supernatural does not necessarily have to be spectacular. Look, when God was speaking to uh, Samuel, it was as natural as the voice of Eli. But that was the voice of God. And everything that God told him, he came to pass. It came to pass. When Elijah wanted to hear from God, God came as a fire. His voice was not there. He came as a, 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 a storm. His voice was not there. It was when God came as a still, small voice. Many a times we miss the still, small voice. Because it doesn't sound spectacular. But tonight, God is letting you know that it's through that still small voice that he speaks. And he's going to speak to you. I said he's going to speak to you. Be spirit conscious. Job 32 verse 8. There is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the almighty give him understanding. So the inspiration of the almighty comes to the spirit of the man. Be spirit conscious. Don't be too conscious. That's why, you, that's why we need to fast and pray more. Because whenever you are fasting and praying, you are losing consciousness of your body. A lot of time, because of the appetites of the body, the body is not able to perceive the will of God. And when you are more conscious of the body, you'll be more conscious of the appetites of the body, and you'll be appetite-driven. But when you are spirit conscious, you will pick the signals of the Holy Ghost. Everything that is supposed to happen in 2023, can I tell you something? It is already available. It is already available. Look at the testimony that we just said. The gentleman was asked by his boss that go and iron. He sent him money to go to Pokwasi to go and iron. But there was something in him that was holding him back. He did not know why, but the thing bound him in his spirit. At the end of the day when he went, ah... There had been a blast which should have, uh, should have affected him. And because he had times of overcoming nations, <laughs> glory to Jesus Christ, the God of overcoming nations kept him bound. The thumb of the guy was, was nearly chopped off. The, was it the arm also nearly broken? I was broken. And that person had suffered injuries. You see, he escaped from harm. The reason why you need to hear the voice of God. Look at the prophetic word that came to our sister. That got married just on Saturday. And the prophecy was that you are going to get married in uh, about one, a space of one maximum, one and a half years. How did we know what was going to happen in the future? The voice of the Lord. The voice of the Lord. And she had just come out of a terrible relationship. And what we advise is that when you are going to get married, have a relationship for not less than one year, about one or two years. So this is going to be different from what is normally practiced. But the voice of the Lord had already gone ahead and made every crooked pass straight. Listen, whatever is supposed to happen in 2023, I said it's available. Your victory is part of them. I said your victory is part of them. Psalm 16 verse 7. He said, I'll bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My reigns, reigns there also mean hearts. Also instruct me in the night seasons. 
Romans chapter 8 verse 14. As many as are led by the Spirit of God. I told you we'll come back to this scripture. They are the sons of God. The 16 is very emphatic. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. So people of God, I wish to submit to you. That you see, in the New Testament, the principal way by which God speaks to his children is by the inward witness. It's by the inward witness. Not necessarily by a vision. You know, many people have fallen in trouble when they have been looking for visions and for some strange apparitions and for some strange dreams. And so they will go and have a dream and see that some people they have dreams upon dreams, multiplied and multiplied to the point that they get confused about everything. But God wants to lead us, and He said that He's leading us by our spirits. Look at the example of Paul that I gave you earlier. He perceived, I perceive that this journey, it was an inward witness. Paul had the perception of that. He perceived within himself that the journey was not going to be a safe one. Sometimes you are good, about to travel, but and there's something speaking to you on the inside. You cannot really tell exactly what it is, but there's something that is holding you on the inside. There's a communication and knowing that that is what the inward witness is. The inward witness. Listen, a lot of the things that I've done in my life that God has led me, it wasn't because of some bizarre, when I said that God was speaking to me, or I start ministering right now, and I say God is speaking to me. It is not all the time that I hear an outside voice or I see a strange vision. A lot of times it's just, it's just a prompting in my heart. A prompting in my heart. For instance, last Sunday, one of our sisters, Matilda, she was going to the back and as soon as I saw her, I, just, I saw her walking. I just felt a prompting within me that there's a word for her. That there's something that God wants to do in her life. It was only when she had come back that the Lord spoke to me that we're going to move her into the millions dimension. But then I had that prompting that God has something that he's going to do for her. And he's, he's speaking concerning her, her life. Inward witness. A perception. You perceive within you that this is what God is saying. It's an inward knowing. An inward voice. Something that is communicating to you on the inside. The inward witness. The inward witness. Now, now b- b- before I even continue, let's, let's take uh, this uh, 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 fundamental cue. Everybody should know. The word of God is the primary means by which God speaks to us. So, if you are in doubt on, on anything, go to the scriptures. But beyond that, when it comes to the place of the voice of God, the voice of God, the principal way is the inward witness. He said, his spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are born again. Now, how many of us believe that God exists? Are you sure you believe God exists? Have you seen God before? Huh? Have you seen God before? Maybe you have gone for some spectacles from the yellow, so you are able to see with some... They have some supernatural lens, so you can see through it and then you see God. Amen and amen. Nobody has seen God before, but why do we believe in God? There's something in us that tells us that it is true. It's called inward witness. How many of us believe that we are the children of God? We are a child of God. How do you know? It's the inward witness. He said the Spirit of God bears witness. He communicates with our spirit that we are the children of God. If we would develop our inward witness by learning to be spirit conscious, by being focused on the fact that we are spirits, and feeding our spirits with the word of God, and strengthening our spirits, and exercising our spirits through prayer, our spirits will become a sure guide. 
a sure guide. A sure guide. And see, many a time the reason why we are not able to hear from God is because we have become too old. And so we have, we have grown up and we can hear, we can see so many things. Our mind has become so developed. So our spirit is not, our spirit is not able to communicate beyond the noise of our soul. There was a little boy, uh, who went to see his father. He went with his mother to see his father off at the airport. Now, when they were just about to leave the airport, he saw an air, the, uh, the airplane that his father was on flying off. He did not know because he had not seen the father climb the airplane. And he told his mom, that, Mommy, Mommy, I hope daddy is not in that airplane. You know, he's a, he's a white kid, so I have to now translate to my assets. I hope daddy is not in that airplane. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. <laughs> then, is that what the, the, the man said, Why, son? Why? <laughs> amen and amen. He said, I'm practicing because uh, maybe next year by this time I'll, I'll not be here. I'll be a bridgeway. What are you talking about? <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. He said, why? Because he said that plane is going to crash into the mountain. That man said, oh, the woman said, that, no, don't say that, son. Oh, in just less than, less, the, the, the words have not left her mouth. Then they, there was a huge explosion that shook the entire airport. The airplane had crashed into the mountain. The child, the little child, you see, children have their spirit very pure. You see, they have not been contaminated. Some of us, we have done all the wrong things. Uh, now our spirits cannot hear anything from God. Uh, all you hear is Banku and then baby and then beloved and all kinds of things. That is all that you hear now. Your, your mind, your, your problems, and you have, you have imbibed the world. And you have seen Rahumama. I don't see him in the view. But see, the, the child the, is, is at the age of innocence. So at that point, didn't you realize that the more sin increases in the world, the less the voice of God is growing? Even after Adam's sin, you see God was still speaking to them. Even Esau, as you know, Cain, who killed his brother, God spoke to him. I see the more sin increase, the less people are having encounters with the voice of God. So little children, oh, don't, don't play with them. Don't play with them. Very sharp in the spirit. But when you become born again, you become like a little child. All you need to do is learn how to train your spirits. Train your spirit. Train your spirit to be a sure guide. When you train your spirit to be a sure guide, there's nothing that God will speak to you that you miss. You wake up in the morning, and that's one of the times I'm very sensitive. Sometimes you wake up, don't just be in a hurry to jump up and go about. No, sometimes just be meditative. Most of the time, you are now coming out of your spiritual seats. You see? So you pick a lot of them. Sometimes you pick a song. Listen to the song. There could be a message in there for you. Or a thought, a word. How many of you realize that sometimes you think about somebody and then all of a sudden the person calls? Or hear something about that person? You see, we are in a spiritual world. We are in a spiritual world. You can pick signals. You can develop your spirit man, your inward witness so sharply that there's nothing that will happen about anyone around your life that will pass you by. Somebody is getting to that place. At that point, they will even start calling you a prophet. But it's not, it's not a prophetic gift. It's not, it's not a prophetic gift. It is just a normal inward witness that you have sharpened. It can become so sharp, it becomes like a prophetic gift. Become like a prophetic gift. At that point, your, your relationship with God is so close. 
God can speak to you anytime. And God wants to speak to you. And tonight, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, that as you have heard these words, may the Lord sharpen your senses in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Somebody celebrate the Lord. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website, www.ebenezaokronipa.com or call 0546-363957. God bless you.